0: It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you
1: for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Danny and Kate show, good morning. It is a day of the week, and we are in it. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. I couldn't, I don't know. You have no idea. Been so much lately. So much is happening. So the NBA is uh, being paused. So there, we learned of that yesterday. Uh, travel to Europe is being paused.
2: Limited, not paused.
1: Um, from what I read, it was there was no uh, flights allowed in and out to Europe for for two weeks.
2: Mm, I just read that President Trump said it was limited.
1: Oh, okay. So probably still government officials or I don't know. Maybe shipping. I'm not sure. So, yeah, a lot of different things happen <laughs> in the world. It's, it's getting a little tense out there. Uh, we'll get you caught up with everything that we know. And uh, I'd say one of the downsides of having the jobs that we have is we get a lot of information. So we have to filter a lot of that. Is as something... Because we can only fill a show with so much. So we think to ourselves, well, how, you know, what do we talk about? What do we not talk about? Is this important? Is this being blown out of proportion? Is this uh the real deal so that's where we're at today trying to figure out where everything is um so let's just we'll tell you the bachelor audience that was there for the season finale was apparently asked to sign coronavirus waivers mm-hmm. and this is going to be the trend because this is why all these businesses are starting to preemptively shut down because they don't want to be sued right they don't want to they don't want a lawsuit of someone saying oh i went to your restaurant I went to your store and I caught this disease. But
2: how can the place, unless it was an equity and employee getting them sick, but if it was another patron, you could have caught that on the street in front of that restaurant.
1: Yeah. And I imagine that's going to be the argument in a lot of court cases in about a year from now. Ugh. So that's why there's waivers going around. Um, so we have a lot um, that we're going to go over today. So much, so much to tell you. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. We've got non Corona uh, related information. There's not a lot of it out there though. Yeah. It's all basically connected to coronavirus. This is
2: like my worst nightmare. I hate talking about this dang virus. And here we go. Yeah. It's all
1: that's on my newsfeed. It's, all of it. It's all of it. It's like nonstop. And I've been trying, I've been like physically trying to take breaks from it. By not going online and just taking a moment to myself, and I've never felt more peaceful playing a video game. Like I don't have to think about it. Where's
2: yeah? Where's my like silly celebrity gossip and stuff? Like where's that when you need it? It's all it's all Corona related now. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of which, Tom Hanks and his wife positive for coronavirus. They announced that one yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. So that's on the entertainment news. Um, You have the NBA suspending because the was an offensive player of the year. caught the coronavirus, Utah Jazz. He's a center. Um, So, yeah. Um, Anyway, we're going to get into all of it, and uh, we'll get this day going. So, stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Show. So, uh, let's start with Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson. Tom Hanks and wife, Rita Wilson, have tested positive for COVID-19 coronavirus. The actor, 63, confirmed positive results on his Instagram Wednesday, He said, quote, Hello folks, Rita and I are down here in Australia. We felt a bit tired, like we had colds and some body aches. Rita had some chills that came and went, slight fevers as well. To play things right, as is needed in the world right now, we were tested for the coronavirus and we were found to be positive. Well now, what do we do next? The medical uh, officials have protocols that must be followed we hanks will be tested observed and isolated for as long as the public health and safety requires not much more to it than a one day at a time approach no he also added we'll keep the world posted and updated take care of yourselves tom hanks hanks is currently in australia uh, in the gold coast region Uh, he was doing the uh, pre-production of Lurum's Entitled Elvis Presley biopic. I guess he was going to be in a movie there. Mm. Uh, they said they've been made aware of the company member from the Elvis film is currently in pre-production of the Gold Coast. They didn't even want to say it was him until he announced it. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's that update. Uh, the other update is the other big star, uh, the NBA. Uh, the NBA suspends its season for further notice until uh, uh, everyone else gets tested. Uh, one of the players tested positive for it. Uh, NBA suspended until further notice after Utah Jazz player tested positive Wednesday for the coronavirus. The NBA is suspending games following the conclusion of uh, last night until further notice. Uh, The player is Jazz's Rudy Gobert. Sources told ESPN Andrew Wazhanski that led Utah's game in Oklahoma City being postponed just before tip-off. Mavericks owner Mark Cuban said during ESPN's broadcast of Dallas 113-97 win over the Denver Nuggets that he was shocked by the news of the season was being suspended. He said, this is crazy. This can't be true. He said his initial reaction, I mean, it's not within the realm of possibility. It seems more like out of a movie than reality. Hmm. He's losing a lot of money, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Jazz and Thunder players are currently quarantined at at the arena. They're not allowed to leave the arena, league sources tell ESPN. The teams. They're not allowed to leave the arena? Yeah. Players from the teams the Jazz have played within the last 10 days are being told to self-quarantine as well. So anybody who played them in the last 10 days, I'm sure I probably had contact with Gilbert, but at the same time, like I said, I'm just taking precautions. So Detroit's Langston Galloway. We've been washing our hands as reports keep coming in of more and more people catching it. We're doing the best that we can. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. So there's that. They also made the announcement that uh, March Madness with the college teams are now going to be played. Without fans in the stands. But now that the players are testing positive in the NBA, I don't even really see that happening. Um, I mean, once one person catches it on one of these teams, they're probably just going to cancel it.
2: Didn't we have friends at last night's game?
1: Yeah. Oh, so. And I texted him. You may have been to the last NBA game for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he had floor side seats. It was like once in a lifetime. I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Took lots of photos because that that may be it. Yeah. So anyway, that's the that's the breaking news from yesterday, and we haven't even got into the rest of it. Um, and there's more, so we'll take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So earlier we were talking about lawsuits and this is why a lot of businesses were shutting down, right? And you said, and I think we said jokingly, we'll see this in about six months once this, once this passes. Um, turns out we didn't have to wait six months. There's a couple right now that's suing the cruise line, the Princess Cruises. Their name's Ronald and Eva Wessenberger and they're accusing the company of putting passengers at risk after becoming aware of the coronavirus was running rampant on the ship. The couple is asking for a million dollars in damages each. Why? They're suing the cruise line because of the coronavirus.
2: Was that the initial one off of the coast of Japan?
1: Yes, the Princess Cruise. Okay, see. I No, no, no. This is the initial. This is the one that docked in California. So this is the second one. The most recent one. Yeah, this is the most recent one.
2: I could see the first one getting sued because they didn't handle that right. They left all those people on board. Yeah, yeah. So they all freaking got it. And it took weeks to get everybody home to quarantine in their homes. And there's still people there who were sick in the Japanese hospitals. But this one, like, that's not the cruise line's fault.
1: Mm. Yeah, well... That's kind of what, you know, we were literally just having this conversation. That's why there was a lot of businesses that were afraid to stay open because it's, it's going to be lawsuit after lawsuit.
2: It's just like the lady who sued McDonald's over her very well-written hot cup of coffee. Like, we are aware, like, it wasn't it wasn't the yeah. business's fault.
1: Yeah, well, this is how it's going to break down. Uh, what else is in the news? Walmart is now making a decree... That if employees want to bail on work because they feel sick or uncomfortable, they're more than welcome to. The new policy lets staff to stay home if they feel the slightest bit sick or even uncomfortable with going to work. Until now, Walmart had a pretty strict attendance policy. Also, the store or the warehouse has to be closed because of coronavirus outbreaks. Those workers are still going to get paid. So it's kind of a good time period to be a Walmart employee, I guess, right Right. Now. Um, you know, and that's the thing is some people are, are going to be able to ride through this and be okay, but small business owners, um, you know if you work in a restaurant, if you'd work somewhere where they're not gonna pay you for this time period, that's where it's going to get a little iffy. Well,
2: President Trump is seeking $50 billion in funding to increase low-cost loans to small businesses who are going to be affected by the coronavirus.
1: Which I just read about that. Um, it was something similar to that. They tried to pass a bill in the Senate yesterday mm-hmm. to pay people for like part-time wages for two weeks, and it was voted down. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this goes through, because I've, I've been seeing the president and the vice president Fight pretty hard for this.
2: Yeah, I can see that they see want it.
1: this to get done.
2: It's isn't that so funny? Like the the whole of Congress is like, oh, it goes to individuals. Screw them. Small businesses and major corporations. We got you. Yeah. Like, or you could just help everybody
1: out. Exactly. So, and I think that's kind of the point of what the president's trying to do right now is he goes, look, we can help keep this economy alive. If you know, because we think about that too. How are you supposed to get? And it's it's again, it's a loan. It's yeah, a, you gotta pay it back. You gotta pay
2: it back, but it'll get you
1: through this, whatever, yeah, the, this whatever slump this sickness
2: is. hump we gotta get over. And yeah,
1: because if you're a major, I mean, think about the NBA. Think about if you own a basketball team. Trust me, these people are rich, but they don't want to lose millions of no, dollars. No, no,
2: that's how people stay rich.
1: Yeah, they're losing millions of dollars. Um, speaking of millions of dollars, there's a guy who came up with a genius way to become richer. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. He got one of those uh, arcade uh, claw machines. And he filled it with toilet paper and hand sanitizer. He said he's making bank. Some guy who runs one of those... Uh, in England, took out all the stuffed animals and replaced it with toilet paper and hand sanitizer. He says the top prize used to be the Spider-Man doll. He's replaced it with a bottle of high-end disinfectant. He said nobody's won it yet, but I'm sure they're trying. It
2: really was supposed to be a joke. And now people are like, I'm stick my dollar in there yeah. and try to get me some hand sanitizer.
1: On <laughs> a machine that everyone's been touching. Uh,
2: yeah, that kind of... Do, is there a hand sanitizer station on yeah, the outside of the machine? You touch it? <laughs> I don't know.
1: All right, we're going to take a little break and we'll return. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate Show. So, you know, you're in a, an Uber or you're in a Lyft and you forget something. But what is the most common thing people forget? What's the weirdest thing they've ever forgotten in Uber? So, according to a new survey from all Uber drivers, the one thing that came back was a gold tooth. Yeah, an Uber list of the weirdest lost items found, along with uncooked uh, steak, a food processor, and even some mice someone was going to feed to their pet snake or left behind. (laughs) But the number one thing was a gold tooth. Even though on the list in the top ten was uh, a ton of drugs, someone apparently dropped off a kilo of heroin. Whoops. Most commonly forgotten item is a phone or wallet or keys or a backpack. Um, Headphones are also in there as well Hmm. So if you forgot something Eh, you know You're among a lot of other people Who have forgotten things But if you forget a a gold tooth There's only a couple people who have ever done that That's pretty unique (laughs) Congratulations Good for you Uh, Harry and Meghan wrap up their farewell tour They're finally free The Duke and Duchess of Sussex Sussex Yep have made their absolute final public appearance as working members of the British royal family. Harry and Meghan joined Queen of London. Maybe they knew the coronavirus was coming out and they were like, screw this, I'm done, I'm getting out now. I don't think so, no. It's possible, I don't know. The ex-royals are expected to return to their pad in Canada March 31st. They will now pursue a new life of personal and financial freedom, mostly in the U.S., which includes finding real jobs. And good luck with that. Buy into some stock right now, Harry and Megan. That's <laughs> a good idea. Help us buy in. I will get things going. Um, and uh, standing desk are a waste of money, according to a new study. They said before you go drop a boatload of money on those trendy standing desks. A new study from the University of South Carolina uh, says that kneeling or even squatting is actually way better for you than standing. Researchers say more muscles are engaged when you squat. And even uh, a few tribes in Tanzania Tanzania. Tanzania? That one. uh, Have moved around as much as the average American office worker, except that they squat and they're way healthier and stronger. Mm. What the hell wants to squat while they work? That seems horribly uncomfortable. Things
2: would go numb.
1: Yeah. I think something happens when you get over the age of 30 where your legs just start to go numb. I can't even sit for long periods of time. Hell, sometimes I lay down and my legs go numb. It's
2: more of a back thing than a leg thing. Whatever.
1: I'm like, this isn't normal. <laughs> Am I having a stroke? I can't feel half my body. This is not good. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so yeah, I guess squatting is the best thing to do. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back and tell you about the stupidest person of the day. Don't go anywhere. It's Danny and Kate.
0: Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more
1: stupid than you could possibly imagine.
0: That sounds stupid. That's just stupid.
1: Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is actually a pair of kids, young college kids from Ohio. You know the old story, boy meets girl, boy falls in love with girl, boy makes out with girl in a stairway. Nothing wrong with that, except uh, if you're in a stairway that happens to be... You know, inside of a police station. Sounds like they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And around 2.45 a.m., things were getting hot and heavy in a stairway at a police station in Oxford, Ohio. That's really weird. They found a young couple in the stairwell, and they were just happy to see each other. They asked why they were there. They said they thought it was the stairwell to their dorm because they were drunk. They both smelled like alcohol. When the cops asked for ID, they both gave them fake IDs because oh. they're not old enough to be drunk. So they were both charged with disorderly conduct and taken to the actual dorms. The woman told the cops, quote, this is kind of embarrassing now that we think about it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. Well now that you think about it. Good. Which before she wasn't thinking about it at all. Mm-mm. She was just, you know Doing her thing. Getting some in a stairwell <laughs> at a police station. How do you not know you're <laughs> like that's pretty drunk, right?
2: That you're not a that you're in a police station. Yeah, oh. you had to go in at some point, right? Like yeah. you knew
1: what you were walking into. Huh? How did weird. they not notice the drunk people? Just come in, just make a in laugh. In, yeah. yeah, sitting in the stairwell making out. That's hey, do uh, you guys see anything crazy over there on the left? Nope, not, nothing at all. Just some kids having a good time. Okay, let them okay. be. So there you go, our stupidest people of the day. We'll take a break return. and return. It's Danny and Kate.
0: What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the late show.
1: Time for the late show recap. Here's Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, and David Spade. Enjoy.
0: coronavirus doesn't seem like it's slowing down, and now the governor of New Jersey has declared a state of emergency. It's serious, the last time this happened was when they ran out of pinky rings at a soprano convention. (laughs) Officials in Ireland have cancelled all St. Patrick's Day parades next week due to coronavirus. Irish people are so depressed, they've started drinking 500 years ago. (laughs) Meanwhile, because of the virus, the mayor of Boston announced that their annual St. Patrick's Day parade has been cancelled. The mayor asked if instead of drinking, puking, and blacking out in the streets... People who could make the mature choice and do it at home. <laughs> Madonna has canceled the last leg of her
3: tour due to the corona. Predictable, because she did the same thing during the smallpox outbreak of 1823. <laughs> 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 okay. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's pretty darn funny. I wasn't expecting that turn. <laughs> there was a comedian last night. His name's Johnny. Here he is, talking about his name...
3: I want to start off by saying how much I appreciate my marriage, and I think the reason that I don't take it for granted is because I never thought it would happen for me. (laughs) Solely because my last name is Beaner. (laughs) Okay, picture this. Little Johnny Beaner out at recess in third grade, trying to play kickball with the rest of the kids. But I'm having a hard time, because I got this big jerk circling around me chanting out, Johnny Beaner has a tiny wiener. No, still funny. Great. I'm in mean, third grade. I didn't know what to say. The only thing I could think to say back to that kid was, "Yeah, I'm nine. So it's growing up. I just in the back of my head, I'm thinking, "Who the hell's gonna want a Marion Tabiner?" Right. Well, about seven years ago, the stars aligned. I'm out at a bar, and I met Aaron Pagina. And we fell in love. <laughs> and we got married. <laughs> yeah. She ended up hyphenating.
1: Uh. There you go. That's uh, Johnny from The Late Show. We'll be back in a few. It's
2: Danny and Kate. If it's on
0: the internet... It, it must be true!
1: Celebrities are rich.
0: Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us.
2: Kinda nice having so much to celebrate.
0: It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. TV talk shows banned studio audiences. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. The View, live with Kelly and Ryan, Good Morning America, Tamron Hall, Wendy Williams, Dr. Phil, The Talk, and Rachel Ray will now tape their shows without a studio audience. All are following the guidance of avoiding large gatherings to help contain the spread of coronavirus. Game shows Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are already following suit. The shows look forward to welcoming their studio audiences back when the time is right. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Empire star Terrence Howard is 51, TV personality Melissa Rycroft is 37, and which jazz vocalist is best known for his 1988 hit, Don't Worry, Be Happy? That would be Bobby McFerrin, who today turns 70. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next ET. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier.
1: Well, now we're caught up with all the entertainment coronavirus news. It's all coronavirus news. It's just, you know, you twist it towards sports or entertainment or towards, uh, you know, I guess financial. But that's all we got. That's it. That's great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll be back. (laughs) It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So interesting turn of events. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is not going to be doing his show the next couple of nights. And they're having Mayor Pete fill in.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
1: That's weird, right? I feel like that he paid for that. I don't know. Why, why would... I don't I don't get it. Because he paid for that. I mean, he's not like a comedian or anything. But anyway, former Democratic presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg is going to be hosting Jimmy Kimmel Live this Thursday. He said he hopes to get some help writing his opening monologue. Yeah, because he's not a comedian. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. What does
2: he do outside of failing for running for president.
1: He's a, well, was a mayor.
2: But he, like, not currently?
1: I don't think currently,
2: no. Okay, so either these are my options here. huh. Either he's going to be Biden's VP, and he's trying to get some positive press and feedback, and see how that's going to filter out. Oh, I hear Or he's going to continue his political court, political career in some way.
1: Yeah, maybe go. And to he's the trying giant, to ride yeah. ride
2: the hype of I ran for president, and a lot of people liked me. I didn't quite make it to the the finals. Yeah, yeah. But I mean. Those are my guesses. It may
1: be on because I'm everyone in case through everyone's betting right now. Who's Biden going to choose as his VP? Is it Elizabeth Warren? Is it Amy Kobachar? Is it Mayor Pete? It,
2: it may not be any of these it could people. be. It
1: could be someone who's not even seen. Yeah, yeah.
2: A lot of times they don't even pick someone running. They pick someone else.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, Mayor Pete's on. But yesterday, Jimmy Kimmel did this thing called People on the Street, and he had asked them questions about the coronavirus. So he asked them basic questions about the coronavirus, and from the sounds of it, they missed a lot of well-reported facts. So here's this, people talking about what they believe they know with Jimmy Kimmel. Enjoy. We're just out here talking to people about the coronavirus.
2: I don't know if you could drink soup and it'll go away. It seems to be very popular. Uh, We've been giving that shot to our cattle
1: for
0: years. (laughs) Coronavirus vaccine for cattle scours. If you eat cattle cubes when you're a kid and lick salt, you're safe. I know
3: it makes you cough and it's kind of like pneumonia.
2: How is it different from pneumonia?
3: I don't know. That's just what my dad says.
2: (laughs) What are you going to
1: stock up on? I like wine and toilet paper and soap. Do you think that we should be scared? If you're nasty, you should be. If you're not washing your hands, taking
2: care of yourself. Because I got a roommate, he never covers his cough. I always had to call him out. Boy, cover your mouth.
0: Like,
1: I always have to get on him. Wow. Cover your mouth. This is why people are
2: scared. Because they don't have any freaking clue what's going on. (laughs) They
1: have no idea what's happening. The
2: coronavirus is not pneumonia. That would be a complication of not only that, but also, like, the flu or any other infection in your lungs
1: yeah so anyway so there was that um you know we're gonna take a break when we return let's talk about something that we don't even have to think about you know what I like brain dead information give me stupid news come on you're gonna get it and we're gonna talk about The Bachelor coming up yes let's do that in a moment
2: really mind numbing I
1: really something dumb that we just all Um, agree is stupid lose some
2: brain cells that's what I need right now that's what I
1: want so mindless Bachelor information coming up
2: it's Danny and Kate
1: Danny and Kate show So let's get mindless Let's just You know I don't want to think about Anything in the world right now Just put it on another level So of course I'm talking about The Bachelor The finale Last night Was the season finale Of The Bachelor It was actually Two nights ago And uh, Peter popped The question to Hannah If you've been watching it uh, They're uh, in Australia A month later When they reunited they told that they didn't have the same feelings. He said he didn't have them for her, and she did for him. And just like that, they were done. So apparently, he asked her to marry him on the finale, mm-hmm. and then in the reunion, dumped her like on television. No,
2: they broke up before the reunion I actually. Am.
1: You're passionate, and above all else, you're one of a kind. And my heart chooses you forever. I
0: am. Will you marry
2: me? Oh, oh my God. <laughs>
0: Trying to be as honest with myself and be as honest with you as I possibly can because I've not been able to give my entire heart to you, and you know why that is.
2: Torn and conflicted, Peter, all throughout next to by your side, and you took the most precious moment that I could ever imagine away from
1: me. Yep, I can't even look at you anymore, can't even look at you anymore. Took it away. So
2: they broke up before the live special, They, okay? Because mm. there's you gotta remember, there's like you know, gaps in between filming and when this goes down. So they broke up and then he went back with, is her name Megan?
1: Madison. Madison. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
2: now he and Madison are together. They're giving it a go. And have you, did you see the clips of the mom Mm -hmm. in the audience?
1: Well, that's what I want to play for you right now. She said, it's not going to work out. My God. Yeah. So apparently Chris Harrison surprised Madison with the news that Peter was single Uh, He then set up a meeting where she surprised Peter, and they cut uh, to the live studio to discuss the future, and then this is Peter's mom talking about that rendezvous. Barb,
3: how do we turn the page and and give this a shot together?
0: Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Chris, all his friends, all his friends, all his family, everyone that knows him knows that it's... It's not. You know, it's not going to work.
2: So we've been trying to help them. Would we want it to work? Yes.
1: Wow, it's not going to (laughs) work.
2: Barb is not having it. She was definitely team Hannah Ann. Oh, and then I got more dirt Uh because this isn't even, like, talked about and all this stuff. So there was another girl on the show. Her name was... Uh, I think believe it's Kelly but it's spelled word K-E-L-L-E-Y. You have to forgive me you guys. I did not actually watch The Bachelor. It's too it's too much for me. <laughs> so she was there uh-huh. in the audience and it was kinda like, why is she here? So, online, I've been seeing, um, these are always like, oh, my you know, my best friend's cousin knows so-and-so, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, sh- this one says, okay, so I'm not sure how true this is, but my brother just called me with some hot tea. Peter's brother is currently wasted with some friends and said that Peter slept with Kelly in between Hannah and breakup and getting back together with Madison, which is the reason why Kelly was not uh, invited to the rose ceremony ending, but she was for after the rose. And then if you go on... Um, kelly's instagram they saw that peter's mom posted this on her instagram i have a screenshot of it that says we need to do lunch and go shopping for the day so why would she be hanging out with the girl who was just on the bachelor
1: Um, unless they were dating wow
2: so he may be really actually with kelly but they had to show face because you know, for the After the Roses ceremony.
1: Uh-huh. Well, good for Peter. He's dating them all. And that's really how I would play The Bachelor. I said, you want me to date 32 women? I'm going to date 32 women. They
2: literally have one couple that's actually still married. Yeah. One. And that one. was
1: the girl version, right? Where it was the girl, the bachelorette, where she I don't, chose?
2: Again, I don't know. I don't watch the show. It's yeah. it's like way too crazy for me.
1: Well, there you go. That was some not, uh, brain-numbing, mindless information. Felt yes. good. Felt nice. Yes. All right, we'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. It's the Danny and Kate Show. So let's talk about shopping for a second. You like shopping.
2: I love shopping.
1: It's fun for you to do. Yeah, spend money. And uh, you like drinking. So why not do it together? And I guess drunk shopping is a new thing. A night of drinking can impact your wallet in ways you might not consider. A survey from Finder reveals 25% of the United States uh, admit that they shop while intoxicated. And their favorite thing to buy is shoes. In fact, footwear, accessories, and apparel accounts for 36.9% of the total drunk spending. And men made 45.4% of those purchases overall. Shoppers spent an average of $148 on fashion items while under the influence. Other stuff people bought while they were drunk included tech products, music, Vacation, cars. Not surprisingly, food that took the top spot.
2: Oh, what do you mean, cars? Who's drunk by shopping um, cars?
1: More alcohol. Someone who's got a lot more money than we do. Oh well,
2: my! You can't just buy a
1: car online. You have to go in there. Oh, what did I do last night? I bought a Tesla. Oh man. Who are these people? I don't know. Rich people. So one eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. That's her number, uh, babe. Have you ever bought something drunk? No, I haven't. I have. You have? Yeah. What did you buy drunk? Ancestry.com.
2: <laughs> did I you thought, really? <laughs> yeah.
1: <coughs> I was hammering. I thought this would be a good idea. i to really be fun. I'm, I'm going to w- research my history.
2: The only thing I've ever drunk purchased would be like I rented a movie on like Amazon or something.
1: Mm. Yeah. Nope. No, that was Ancestry.com. And uh, once you get into it, it's a lot harder than they make it out. Oh, it's easy. Put your name in and find out who you're related to. That ain't it.
2: I did that for like six months. It was so much work. It's a
1: lot of work. Yeah.
2: I probably spent 50 some odd hours Mm -hmm. researching. It's just a research database. It's not easy.
1: I got to the point where I'm like, I don't even care anymore. (laughs) Like, I'm here now. It is what it is. I'd
2: rather just whatever. do, like, the DNA swab, and you can just tell me what region my exactly. DNA is from.
1: You're 17% Norwegian. Cool, whatever that means. Yeah. I have no
2: idea. That sounds way better.
1: one 516 9981 What do you like to go do, or what do you like to buy when you're drunk shopping? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey. Um,
2: yeah, I have, like, a really funny thing that I like to drunk
1: shop for, but it's food, and I know
2: that it, like... <laughs> Probably sounds silly, but like I can find like the best snacks, the best candy, like the best frozen foods. And then I like wake up the next morning and I like find them in my fridge and I'm like, Thanks, past self. You're
1: the bomb. Wow. Drunk food. I pretty think, good. My okay. drunk food's always like pizza, tacos.
2: Yeah, like a drive through
1: Yeah, nothing crazy. I've never shopped online to get food though.
2: She, it sounds like she went to the grocery store.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Hopefully she Ubered or Lyfted that way. Uh, let's go to line number two. What do you drunk shop for? Good morning. Uh, yeah, if I'm drunk, I usually just crash on my
3: couch to play video games. In theory, it sounds great, but my PlayStation is linked up to my credit card. Mm-hmm. And I've bought several games without meaning to, without even yeah. realizing I was doing it. Uh, Most of the time it works out, but every once in a while, I'll buy a game I never would have bought if I'd, you know, been sober.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, thanks for calling in. So drunk video games? Yeah, I could see that. Drunk video game purchasing, drunk snack purchasing. That's why
2: all the digital stuff so dangerous, because it's literally just a click and it's yours. You spent that money.
1: I know. That's why I've been really watching our kids, and we have to keep everything a secret. Well, and we have so passwords
2: we have- on everything.
1: Because you know how easy it is where they're like, oh, we'll just download this movie with all the extra features, $70 later. <laughs> what the hell? I didn't buy that. You didn't want to get Frozen 2, the unanimated director's cut? No, I didn't, but here we are. <laughs> With the unanimated director's cut. That's a horrible version to buy. That's What's not an, even... Oh, it's an unanimated director's cut. That's just cut. where they just... The director just telling you what he would have drawn. Ah. It's horrible. Except
2: the directors don't draw. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's what makes it so bad because they don't even know how to explain anything. Nah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. It's
2: Danny and Kate.
1: Danny and Kate show. So we try to feed the kids uh, pretty healthy on a regular basis. And yeah. we cook dinners at night. Uh, my wife does majority of the cooking in the house because she's better at it. But every now and then I'll cook. I did dinner the other night. Wasn't too bad. But then you always follow up with some like really extravagant dinner the next night to just kind of <laughs> shove it in my face. Okay, like, the hey. next night was
2: like pasta that wasn't extravagant.
1: Yeah. You're like, hey, buddy, um, it's pretty cool. You did hamburgers yesterday. But I'm gonna do a thing called the French turnip dip. What the hell is that? Oh, just something I threw together last moment. Well you
2: only have like three dishes <clears throat> you really make.
1: Yeah, those are my those are my go to dishes.
2: You make hamburgers? Yep. You'll make like a grilled chicken kind of something. Stir fry? Stir fry. Yep. That's it.
1: I can do meatloaf as well.
2: You have never made meatloaf.
1: I just preferred the way yours taste over mine, but I can also I, do meatloaf. You've
2: literally never made meatloaf.
1: I can do barbecue chicken and corn. That's about it. We've now named everything I can do. That's it. But there's a really big reason for that. It's because I enjoy the same meal over and over and over again. So for those of you that don't know me on a uh, food intimate level, um, I'm like a creature of habit. I really don't like trying new things. It doesn't excite me. I don't like exploring new options. I like to find a meal. You don't like
2: like spicy food. You don't like overly salty food. mm -hmm. You eat like a 75 year old.
1: Yeah, and I like when I find a meal, that's the meal I want to eat every night.
2: Oh God, it's too much. Every night. Over and over again. And it's
1: just the same thing over and over again. And then I get mad if I get that same meal and it tastes different um, from the night before or the night after, because I'm like, this tastes horrible. Because you never follow a recipe. You Mm -mm. just kind of chuck it in the pot. Yep. well. Sometimes it works out. So, But we always make a point to have family dinners, right? We always eat together. So University of Delaware researchers found that family meals improved fruit and vegetable consumption by at least 72%, meaning people are willing and able to eat more healthy when they're around large family gatherings. 89% of Americans believe it's important for families to have as many meals as possible each week. 84% are willing to commit to doing that throughout the year. So I guess the question is, what is an unlikely benefit of having family dinners? For me, it's, um, you know, trying to um, figure out what the kids went through the day. Because we usually talk about what they've been doing and how they've been. And you get caught up and it forces them off their iPads and iPhones. And we get like, you know, hey talk to me time
2: well we have a lot of people in our house so that time literally starts like the second we're all in the same like the family room kitchen area because we're all stuck there through cooking the meal and preparing and getting all the plates out and everything and even after the cleaning up so we get a good like hour and a half depending on how long the meals took to cook
1: yeah and then we eat we usually eat fairly quickly yeah we're starving so it's like 15 20 minutes
2: and then everybody saunters off somewhere else
1: that's it we don't see him again and i'm always like Gosh, do that again tomorrow see you later get out of here they
2: go to bed usually within an hour of that
1: so one <laughs> uh if you have family dinners together with your family do, uh, what would you say the benefit is in your house what do you like about it? One eight seven seven 516 Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What's the benefit for eating dinner with your family?
2: We had a big family meal a few weeks ago, uh, like cousins, aunts, uncles, everybody. Uh, and by the end of it, we had all decided and planned like this huge family vacation. It was great. And I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Oh, okay. Appreciate the call. Planning trips together. I guess that's a benefit that she's had from it. We don't ever plan trips. What do we? What do we talk about during dinner? Just well, she's dinner talking, talking about with
2: like extended family. I don't think we've ever really vacationed often with extended family.
1: No. I we, can
2: name like a like three times.
1: They're all been involving like Disneyland. I think. Yeah. Like one time in LA. Yeah. I don't know. Line number two. Good morning. What do you got for us? You know, when our family eats
3: together, um, my kids are more likely to try new foods. If I'm cooking for them, it's going to be pizzas, quesadillas, whatever that is. Yes. But if they're sitting at the table, they look at the food that the adults are eating. You know, kids, they want to be like adults. They want to eat like adults, too. So they're always curious about trying new food.
1: Mm, that's a good point, sir. I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, they try new food. We, we always just, and it seems weird because I never thought I'd be this parent. But we, we force them to eat whatever we cook. Because I remember as a kid, I was like, well, when I'm a grown up, I'm never going to do this to my kids.
2: And we don't make them eat all of it because we don't want them to overeat. We want them to learn yeah, what yeah, full I mean. is for their individual bodies. But if I can tell, if our six year old has had like three bites of food and goes, I'm done, and goes and plays, she's not really done.
1: No, I mean, she also, needs to eat a little more. They have to eat what we cook. Right, yeah. There's two types of households out there. There's those that cook whatever the children want, and there's those that cook whatever they want, and they will eat that if they're hungry. Yeah. There's two families, and I was raised in two different... My mom cooked whatever I wanted. My father, this is the stew I've prepared. If you're hungry, you'll eat it. If you're not hungry, you can go to bed.
2: Well, most of the time we involve our children in the weekly meal planning. Yeah, so they feel
1: like they have a little part of it. They get
2: to like pick an option or the or we'll go, hey, what do you guys want tonight? And everybody will pop up with an answer and yeah. we all vote on it. So it's it's pretty democratic when it comes to food in our house.
1: Well, there you go. Unlikely benefits of eating together as a family. We'll take a little break in return. It's
2: Danny and Kate.
1: Danny and Kate show. So 10% of parents admitted they have a favorite child. Do you think that's rude? Or do you feel like you're not the favorite child? So you always knew that was the case with your parents. Like me, I was always the favorite. So I knew that my parents made it very clear I was the favorite child. So I always felt like I was the favorite child. But I could see where my siblings would not be too happy with that because... Mm -hmm. They just treated me differently. My sister used to say it all the time. This is ridiculous. I was like, cool, because I was the only boy. So they just let me do whatever. So I think everyone's got their favorites. But now that I have kids, I don't have a favorite. It depends on the day. But you're, you know, you make a good point because there's certain times where I'm just like, oh, I do not like you. Right now. Yeah. I love you, but I really don't like you right now. I don't want to be around you. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. And then, you know, another one will do something sweet and you're like, oh, I love you so much. You're sweet. You're my favorite. It
2: depends on the day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 10% 10% of the parents admitted they have a favorite child, according to a new survey, and it's most likely to be the youngest child and slightly more likely to be a girl than a boy. Yeah, that's right. 85% say they don't. 3% said they would rather not say, which probably means they do. They just don't want to talk about it. And 2% are my favorite ones. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. so many not. questions. I don't know. Of the parents who uh, with two kids, who have a favorite child, 62% say it's the youngest. 30% say it's the oldest. Of the parents with three or more kids, uh, uh, they say their favorite is the youngest still. 34% say it's one of the middle kids. 19% say it's the oldest. It's never the oldest. They don't like the oldest very much. In other words, the favorite child is probably the youngest, probably not the oldest. 51% of people with a favorite child say it's a girl, which means a parent's favorite child is slightly more likely to be a girl than a boy, so.
2: If you asked our kids, they would say Winnie, but it's just because she is a baby, so she just needs more attention. She needs more
1: attention. Right. Know? Constantly. Like, oh
2: Yeah. I don't have to worry about our 10-year-old climbing on top of the bathroom sink and turning on the water and flooding the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Like our two-year-old does. Mm-hmm.
1: He's got a different set of issues, and she's got a different set of issues. Uh, the oldest two. They don't do that anymore. No. They're more along the lines of like, you shouldn't be texting that person or why are you lying and stop stealing popsicles? That's kind of the level that they're at.
2: Get off your iPad. Get off
1: your iPad. That's not appropriate. It's totally different. Well, so I guess if you do have a favorite child, um, you know, you're with 10% of the people who are willing to admit it. But I would say do what the other 90% do. Even if you do have a favorite one, don't ever tell them. Don't ever say anything. always equal because that could really mess you up your whole life yeah you were always mom's favorite you know it just doesn't go well then they end up being like a criminal or something so and that and then that would be your fault that would be 100 percent your fault because you made them feel like they weren't good enough and they had to rob a bank or something (laughs) that's
2: one way to cope
1: that's one way to cope with it
2: all right well we're gonna take a break and be back it's danny and kate